Hey there! Hi everyone! Welcome back to another episode of The Main Dish Podcast. You are with Miley and Mandy, and this week we are putting the singing back in single and talking about singlehood as well as dating intentionally and intentionally not dating. Basically, being single is not a condition or something that needs to be fixed. I think society puts that messaging out there a lot of times, like, here's how to catch a man. I mean, the cover of every magazine mm-hmm. you see, how to get a man, how to do this, how to do this, do this for your man. Like, ugh, or, objectification or makes me nuts. what makes you still single? Like, you know, those. there's a lot of those articles about, like, why you're still single. <laughs> oh, God. Why? The, the worst. Exactly. So, is this yeah, the 90s? Exactly. Or is it like, oh, don't get me started on the 50s housewife magazine nonsense. But um, yeah, basically like being single is just not a condition. It's not something that needs to be fixed. It is... It's not a problem. It's not a problem. We are very happy as single people. A lot of people are very happy as single. A lot of people go through their whole lives being single. Well, today's episode is going to be about intentional dating. All the variations of being single. Right. So let's dive right in. a couple episodes and uh, we realized that you might not know very much about us but today we do want to share one thing that the both of us have in common at the time of this recording and we are both single (laughs) and may or may not be ready to mingle (laughs) so we're gonna we're gonna dive into being single and what that means yes as well as what it means when you are ready to mingle or maybe you are not mingling but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not ready it's a choice right i mean so i personally love being single i also really like i mean i've had great relationships this is me loving being single does not mean i haven't had amazing relationships um they've all gotten me to where i am today and to the version of me that you know sits here and chats with you all but I really like being single. <laughs> so when you say I love being single, I can relate to that. I There are a lot of aspects to being single that I love. But then I will also say that I've been in relationships where I love being in a relationship as well. And so maybe we can dive into the things that we love about being single and go from there. Because sometimes there might be things when you're single that you may not love as much. But I think you learn a lot from that, right? I learn, especially right now when I'm single, there's a lot of things that I am appreciating because mm-hmm. I'm single that I would not be able to appreciate if I was not single. But it also makes me better understand some of the things that I want out of a relationship when I choose to not be single anymore, right? Yes. So tell me a little bit about what you love about being single. Okay, well... You've probably heard some of this before. I probably agree to, uh, uh, and relate to many of them, and, and our sure. audience probably. Our listeners to. maybe enjoy some of these things as well. But maybe I like some things that people hadn't really thought of that they mm. actually liked. But anyways, um, so I have like weird little things that I like about being single. <laughs> um, one is choosing where I sit at the movies. Like, <laughs> right? It's weird. I mean pandemic I haven't really got to go to the movies in I don't know all year so but I I remember the first time I went to the movies by myself it was probably only five or six years ago and it was so odd to me because I 
I have I have tons of friends who love movies and we always go together. I mean, since the time I was a teenager, like movies almost every week. But going by myself was a totally new experience and uh, getting to pick where I sit and then getting to eat all of the popcorn was kind of life changing. <laughs> like I don't have to worry about sitting in a row where someone can put their feet up and there's not a row in front of them or close to the aisle, close to the back, close to the front. Like I literally, cause, and, and being just one person, you really get your choice of the whole right. theater. I don't have to worry about seating a group. I just get to sit wherever I want, get there as early or as late as I want. I get to deal with this, the ramifications of being as early or late as I want. And I get to eat all the popcorn and no one else's hands are in my popcorn. I get to put as much salt on it as I want. I was just going to say, <laughs> I get to put as much salt or butter. I know you don't eat butter, but well, I the movie do. theater butter isn't really butter. It's just oh. like a... Margarine oil. or something? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So I didn't know that, but yeah. I put good. a lot of that in there, and sometimes people don't like that, and so you have to be considerate. That was one thing that I was gonna mention okay, when it comes being to considerate. I like it. Being single, I don't have to be as considerate <laughs> as as I would be <laughs> dating someone, and so. But it goes back to like, yeah, you know, going to the movie theaters. Like, you have to be considerate of where the other person might want to sit. Or considerate yes. of how they want to flavor their popcorn. And so uh, that's what I'm bringing to the conversation <laughs> right now about your movie theater experience. I've straight gone, if this is how, if you don't eat your popcorn like this, we should just get two. <laughs> like, this isn't going to work. Like, I'll just get one. You get one. I, we don't have to worry about it. Don't come reaching over into mine. Like, I don't want to share any candy with you. It's all you. Like, there's good things about being with people, too. Like, getting your own popcorn and not sharing anything. And, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe early on I'd try to be cute. And, like, like I'd pretend like I don't eat a medium or large popcorn <laughs> all, all by myself. <laughs> all on my own. But, maybe uh, not the first date. The yeah. second date? Okay. <laughs> if I ever go out with you and I pretend like I don't eat an entire bag of popcorn by myself, it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, <laughs> listeners. Any of you who are interested in dating Mandy, know that. Don't so date me. <laughs> first date, don't first date, just get her own popcorn. Yeah. I, so, so what other things do you love about being single? Um, so I have some notes. I wrote down answering to myself. And, and then I also wrote down, not that I ever answered to a man. <laughs> <laughs> but this just means like, I mean, I live on my own. I've, you know, been out of my parents' house since I was like, before I was 19. But I lived with people a lot of the time, even though they weren't all partners or, you know, dating or romantic relationships. Um, it's really nice just answering to myself. Like I can work as late as I want, come home. Uh, stay up, leave the lights on, play the music, do the movies. No one else is like invading my space. To me, it's it, it sounds or it feels like a little bit more freedom to make mm. decisions that, you know, again, kind of goes back to the whole considerate thing, right? When when I got out of my 10-year relationship, every morning I determined... Did you say relationship or relationship? <laughs> again, my English. <laughs> My relationship, but it could have been a relationship too. So close. Okay. <laughs> but I remember one of the the freeing things was I'd wake up in the morning and I would blast music while I'm getting ready. And I remember I was being so considerate of mornings because my partner didn't wake up early, as early as I needed to for work. Mm -hmm. And I didn't play music getting ready, but I love 
being able to play music whenever I want and not feel like I'm bothering someone. But again, that goes back to another probably childhood trauma or whatever about not burdening people or bothering. That's for another (laughs) episode. Sure. (laughs) But maybe that's why... Uh, what you're sharing with me, it just keeps coming back to like being considered or being not a burden to someone, right? Yeah, so these are things I love about being single. It's not necessarily things that I'm unwilling to compromise on. Like, I'm a, I'm a very bendy person. I am willing to bend. Adaptable, flexible. Yeah, adaptable. That's a great word. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm not rigid. I have almost, I was telling someone this this week, that I have almost no black and white. In my spectrum, I have probably 5% on either end that's like hard things that I'm like, real hard things. Everything in between is just a gradient. And and a lot of things in life are really, really situational. These are just things I really like. Like, okay, so I'm the type of person who also chooses to see the positive in everything it just it comes very naturally to me it just happens it's just my outlook and it's instinct your default and it's not um it's not to say i'm like that toxic positivity person because i'm not like walking around chipper with a smile on my face i'm often i mean i'm often walking around with a very like rbf (laughs) um i mean plus i have a mask on now so no one knows what's happening but like i don't walk around like overly positive and like super chipper and whistling all fucking if you whistle around me that's a side note oh no so you're saying when i want to annoy you (laughs) or when you're when i'm upset with you i should start to whistle yeah just be whistling in like the other room and i will (laughs) flip the fuck up oh but i think i get what you're saying about the whole it's more like a positive outlook right when you know whenever you're presented with any situation you it's not that you're again whistling and happily it's more so that Whatever situations come your way, you tend to look on the positive side or you look for opportunities for optimism. So this is, this list isn't like, I hate being in relationships. This is a, this list is a cultivated list of things that I have just found are so pleasant in being single. It's not to say it's not the other way. I recently found out I like, I mean, I've traveled solo a bit, but mostly just to friends' houses and families' places. I last year traveled internationally on my own for like eight days yeah that was pretty awesome I was so excited for you to do something like that because I've yeah. never done an, an international trip like that and I was just really in awe of you being able to have that opportunity it was cool it wasn't planned to be that way it was supposed to be a friend and I a couple weeks before she was kind of panicking about a variety of circumstances and one of them being like the flooding in Italy that was really bad and I was just like whatever if there's water I'll wear boots. Like, <laughs> or you get a boat. Yeah, yeah, right? I was just get a raft. Gondolas, hello. <laughs> yeah, I just was like, you know, this is all mapped out for me. And I, I, I just chose not to throw away the time that I had requested off. And a, uh, to be honest, a really well-earned vacation with the amount of side hustling I was doing last year. But um, traveling all by myself to a country I didn't speak the language and hitting three cities and doing trains in between um, – it was really, really cool. Like, I was really excited to go. I traveled on a holiday. I left on, like, Thanksgiving. So I spent my Thanksgiving in JFK and on airplanes the entire day, which was, like, a little... Uh, there was, like, a few seconds where I was kind of, oh, <laughs> lovely cold noodle salad. <laughs> and then eating shitty plain food that I didn't get to eat most of because it wasn't vegan. Vegan, yes. But... Landing in Italy and, you know, get my suitcase, 
find my way around town, figure out the trains and the buses, check into the hotel, then just traipsing around town by myself, seeing the Colosseum and the Roman, the Forum, and um, what else? I don't remember what else I saw. I went, I literally stomped around most of the landmarks like in a whole day, and I was so tired and exhausted by the end of the day, but I found this amazing vegan sandwich place on my way back. It was some of the best food I ate the whole time I was there. Rome, so good for vegan food. I, you know, went back to my hotel, took a nap. Uh, you know, eventually made my way to like Florence. It rained a whole day. And because I was by my, so I didn't get to really go. I mean, it, like not even just rain, like thunderstormed. I mean, heavy buckets of rain, which you probably don't really know anything about living here in Arizona all of your life. But like, it was like Midwest rain where it rains for three days, but it just poured rain for an entire day and like lightning and thunder. Reminds me of monsoons in August. But it was like it happened for 10 hours. Like right. it didn't stop yeah. until 5 p.m. The monsoons are usually about two hours here, so I'll just multiply that by five. Yeah, so it was kind of brutal. And I was like, you know, I'm, I, a lot of my day got squashed, but because I was by myself, I called up the train station. I switched my ticket. I bumped it out a day, called the hotel, added a day to my hotel, took a day off my other hotel. So I just kind of rearranged my trip a little bit. Um, it was really freeing, though. It's really, really, you get to kind of figure out what you're made of. Mm-hmm. I think, again, what I'm hearing when you're sharing all this with me is, again, it kind of goes back to the positive outlook, right? Mm-hmm. You can flip everything that you've listed the last few minutes the opposite direction, and somebody could say, it sucks being single, I don't want to go to the movies by myself. It could or, be, it sucks, I, right? oh my gosh, how and, terrible, but, it rained all day. Right, but... The thing is, I think both of us, we're such positive This is the reality. That, Move on. Right. Or this is the reality. <laughs> How can we make it the best situation? There you go. So it's not necessarily putting down being single or, you know, you we could totally look at being single and look at all the negatives, but we're choosing to yeah. see the, the, the great things about it. Sure. Right? Yeah. So yeah, traveling as a solo was really, really cool. I really liked it. And I'm the type of person who likes to talk to people anyways. Although in a foreign country, it's a little bit <laughs> it's a little bit different. But, like, you kind of get to figure... You can kind of figure out they're Americans or not. Like, if you hear people speaking English, then you can say, Oh, yeah, right, I know. Or have you been to blah, blah, blah? I noticed you're looking at that. So you can... I like to talk to people. <laughs> um, so do I. Shucks. It, it was also really fun because I was that person who was walking around. People were all... Like, all these couples were trying to take selfies. And I was like, You want me to take your picture? Oh, I love you so much for saying that because... I'm that kind of person too. And <laughs> and I, I didn't have another person with me to like, that was like, Ugh. Exactly. So oh now my we're gosh. stopping for this. I'm, I'm so happy that you said that because sometimes, that's the other thing. When you travel with somebody else, yeah. and I like to be the one that, hey, you know, selfies are all great and all, but sometimes it's nice to not have your arm sticking out on the side of the picture, right? And so right. I love being able background. to offer that to people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it it's a great conversation starter, too. You never know who you're going to meet. You True. never know uh, what conversations or what recommendations you might start talking about. And so I I, I, I like doing that or offering mm. the picture thing because I think it's also a great icebreaker to meet new people. I like to go through every day and do something nice for someone, sometimes without them knowing but like obviously something like that's very obvious but I like to go through I try to go through most days and I go oh did my nice thing today like I like to just do something nice and like I do nice things all day random acts of kindness but yeah I really like to just do something nice for people that they don't always know about um and something that wasn't asked so I like to do things that are just kind of like I see something that needs to be done 
And this applies to a lot of different places in my life, but I see something that needs to be done and I like to do it. So like things like that when I'm on vacation and it's just me um, and I can throw something somebody's way, like just something small, like take their picture or give them directions. Like I would hope the same thing comes back to me. Um, Some people are like, you live such a charmed life. And I'm like, I don't know. I I don't think so. But (laughs) I mean, it feels charmed because I make it that way, but certainly not like I had life easy. We digress. Okay. Tell me what you love about being single. In addition to all the things that you already (laughs) shared, and it might be very similar, but I think when I am single, I am more comfortable with the decisions that I make because I know Mm. it kind of goes back to like, I answer to myself. So the decisions that I make, I'm responsible for making them and I answer to myself. So whatever the consequences or whatever the great things that come about it, it's because of me. And it kind of boils down to like, I am strong enough to take care of myself. I am independent enough to have my own opinion. And I feel like when I'm single, I tend to be a little bit more mentally strong, I guess. Maybe that's not even the right phrase because... You're less influenced. Oh, that's a good way to... That's what it sounds like. That's how I'm translating it. Yeah. I'm the kind of person who takes into account the people that are in my life. Often to... A much bigger degree than I should. I'll finish that (laughs) sentence for you because I'm already aware of it. I'm still trying to figure out how to manage that. But self-awareness. boundaries. (laughs) Self-awareness is the first step, right? (laughs) And so, um, you know, I will take into account my partner's opinion on everything. Mm -hmm. And it can sometimes sway me away from what I might decide on if I was by myself or single. Like Um, your compass, maybe. Correct. Yeah. Um, For some reason, I'm really hot on the compass. Thing. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, the other thing is I also feel it kind of goes back to like priorities and finding a balance between, you know, your partner that you're with and how they fit into your priorities and how you make decisions as well. Right. So I think when I am single, I, um, I also have that feeling of being free to make decisions and not having to worry about others as much. Um, not in a way that like I don't care about them, but like I know that, I'm making the decisions for myself and I I'm, I have to own those decisions. It sounds like when you're single, it's nice just hearing your own voice. Huh, that's a good... I like that, the way you say that. Um, because, yeah, sometimes I do like let nice a lot of noise. nice having a lot less noise. Like, yeah, a lot of noise. Um, I also feel less torn between yeah. my priorities. Yeah. It's not that, you know, when you're with someone, you become half of a whole. I, you know, and I think you and I have talked... Yeah. About this, about, you know, we really want to envision ourselves like as a whole, two whole people coming together and living life together and growing together. Yeah. That's another thing too. Sometimes when you're with somebody, um, you are still growing. Hopefully you are actively growing. But I find that when I'm single, I'm more intentional about my growth. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I have any little things like you, like little specific <laughs> examples. Like weird shit that I'm, I'm like, picking my own seat. I'm like, I get on the Southwest airplane and I sit where I want to sit. <laughs> I, you know what? Okay. So I do have one thing. I love to sing. Mm-hmm. But one thing I do love to do that I, I realize I, I don't sing in the car when other people are in the car. So Ugh. it's not really a partner thing. It's more so just. I love being in the car by myself because I can sing. I don't sing when other people are in the car, but for very different reasons. <laughs> but that's okay. Make sure the windows are up. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I think it goes back to um, having that freedom to kind of like blast the music whenever you yeah. 
want coming home whenever you want or leaving waking up as early like waking up in the middle of the night just to watch some tv yeah i mean um i eat popcorn for di- okay i'm talking way too much about popcorn but <laughs> are you craving popcorn or not i could go make some i mentioned this to a friend earlier so um but i eat, i mean as a single person i can eat popcorn like twice a month for dinner sometimes oh, right. more <laughs> But, like, two times a month, honest to God, sometimes more. Like, I buy popcorn from the farmer's market, so I get, like, like the local popcorn. It pops in my air popper. I put whatever I want on it, and I sit down with this big bowl of popcorn. I turn some shit on the TV, and I just eat until I've reached the bottom 98% of the time. Um, And I'll have, like, a beer or a glass of wine or... Yeah, usually one of those. Sometimes a mixed drink. Whatever I want to do, and I'll sit, and then, like, there'll be popcorn crumbs everywhere, and I don't really care. I vacuum it up the next day. <laughs> Just get up and go to bed, and I leave my stuff on the table, and, like, the next day I'll pick it all up, and I'm like, cool. Yeah. I had a good night last exactly. night. Exactly. Pop, I mean, uh, just, yeah. Blasting the music, staying up as late as I want, leaving the lights on, um, leaving doors and drawers i i yeah i always had a habit of leaving things a little bit cracked i do that too because i don't like to slam things exactly i like and i think that's why like again one of my quirks is sometimes the, the refrigerator stays a little open because i don't like to like because what happens when you slam the refrigerator door the fridge all the, i'm freaky about well but i know but, then, <laughs> but what happens is i don't like to slam things and you know the refrigerator door has jars along the shelves yes. and the the rattling of those jars can sometimes just it worries me that I'm if I slam it too hard, I'm gonna break something. Did you just get yelled at for this? You're gonna break something. No, I didn't get yelled at for it. I just that's just what I've realized is like I gently close things and sometimes yeah. things just don't suction very oh, well. I still have a dresser like with clothes in it. It I barely use this stupid thing. But when I do I notice sometimes I'll go into my room and three of the drawers will be like two inches. <laughs> I'm closed. And I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> closed. No. Yeah, I definitely have been picked on about that before. But, I mean, whatever. I really do like the conversation about the things we love about being single. But yes. let's transition into dating and not dating. Yes. And the intentions behind those <clears throat> and what it means. Yes. Tell me more about what you're thinking. Well, intentionally not dating is something I've done a couple of times over the last, like, five years um I never really prior to that so I've been in Arizona it's literally I think today is 14 years to the day well congratulations happy 14 anniversary thank you thank you thank you the first couple years that I moved here I wasn't intentionally not dating I wasn't I was dating a few people on and off for a while and then um I eventually met somebody and I dated him for like almost five years after that I I didn't intentionally not date. I kind of enjoyed my singlehood, enjoyed my freedom, and uh, did some, you know, had fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Had fun. Yeah, I was like, what's this like? <laughs> but then, Listeners, you interpret that however you wish. Yeah, do whatever you Having want Having fun do in singlehood. <laughs> I, it didn't last long. Like, that was like a phase where it was just kind of like, oh, it's just me now. Thank goodness. Wow, this feels so... It was. It ended really rough. I mean, it wasn't a terrible relationship, but the ending was really, really tough. Like, my friends, his friends, everybody was checking on me a lot, like, at the end. It was really, really rough ending. 
I should say it was a really rough last like six months, maybe a year, but the the parting was wasn't that tough. I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on, you know, anger and sadness and all those things. But um, so he kind of just went out and had fun, and my friends tried to distract me a lot, and I let them. And, <laughs> but then I went through a phase where I was like, yeah, I don't want to date. Like I just don't want to. This isn't. I wasn't in the headspace for it, so mm-hmm. I really intentionally found some like self help. I found some people to talk to, and I intentionally didn't date. I just decided I was like, I was having a moment where I realized I wasn't ready. Like I didn't want to keep repeating old patterns, so I didn't. <laughs> I was like, that's it. I'm just not gonna do this anymore, and I. I intentionally did not date for quite some time. Um, I ended up probably about a year not really dating at all. And then kind of rekindled something with somebody I dated previously. And that didn't last too long. It was like, oh yeah, now we kind of remember why that wasn't working out the first time. (laughs) So that ended pretty amicably really quickly. And then I went about... Shoot, I went at least a year and a half without dating again. And I was growing my business at this time and it was really taking off. I was getting really busy. So like I was I I always joked at the time and like just say and I still now like I was dating my business. Like <laughs> that was my baby, my boyfriend. It was my everything. I spent every waking moment thinking about things I was going to do or doing them or being in it. And um, so that was my my love was my business for a while. And then, yeah, I did that for a solid year and a half. Like, I didn't even hook up with anybody. (laughs) (laughs) It was weird. That's the longest dry spell I've ever had. But it wasn't, it was self-inflicted and I was, it was was a choice. I was not unhappy with it. Like I was good. When I was ready to jump back into like the saddle, so to speak, like I did. And I did so very consciously. So I was like, I thought, you know, maybe I am willing to date. Like a couple people had tried to date me and I was like, no, not really into it. Like I can tell your vibe is bad. And, And then I did and uh since then i mean it's been i don't know how long have i been dating now (laughs) what year is it (laughs) uh it's probably been about two years like i dated somebody for a little while maybe like six months and then kind of on and off just dated a little bit here and there and a couple people yeah nothing really nothing really long term or uh super serious just dating um and i go through phases where i don't want to date in between there too i'm like nah i think i mean i've i i got out of a 10-year relationship in 2018 yeah and so i've been on and off dating for the last couple years and i found that you know it is kind of nice that period after you've ended something Mm -hmm. that time it is kind of like a time for you to kind of ground yourself like I, I I center myself a lot like cause sometimes like and maybe you make a good point like the whole compass and the whole noise and just like you know trying to figure out your own voice and yeah. listening to your own voice like sometimes it does get a little noisy when you're with somebody and so after that like I think it is very beneficial and it has been for me after I've dated somebody to intentionally say you know 
this time is for me. Yeah. This time is for me to heal. Yeah. And I think for me a lot is for it's sure. my time to grow from that experience to kind of yeah. learn what I can from that experience because even I, in those moments of oh if I was with this person this would have happened it's that's a learning that's like a, yes. a moment where you can go oh that really wasn't true to me right there's a lot you know and I think that time after you you know is, is very valuable yeah. if you are willing and open-minded to allowing it to grow you yeah I agree. Like, if you are willing to sit in it and just, mm-hmm. like, not only feel it, like, feel the sadness, feel the hurt, feel feel the ugly stuff, feel the happy stuff. Like, I still look back on those relationships with lots of fun memories. Um, I, but yeah, sitting with it for a while afterwards and kind of just appreciating it for what it was is, it's just remarkable. Like, you just, you it is it is what it is and everything everything's presenting itself to you at a moment where it's right for you and you either get the lesson or you don't maybe you don't and you get to live it again <laughs> uh <laughs> hand raised i have lived if i had more hands i would raise I know, them all i have done the same lesson it took me a few times um i mean i haven't i probably haven't learned them all but i'm really good at the big ones but i think that's what gives me and, and I say hope, but I also say it with an understanding, like, I look forward to the relationships that yeah. I will have in the future, because if I already knew everything and learned everything and have grown to where I am and there's no more growth, those relationships are going to be boring, you know? Like, I think we're both people who feel or appreciate that there's value in continually learning and growing. This goes so, back to mindset, too. Right. And so that's why I'm like... Yeah, no, we, I mean, I, I, I like to think that we both know that we have a lot more to grow, that we have the yeah. room to grow. Yeah. And and I, that's a good thing about whenever we are both deciding to intentionally date. I love the, it's like a, a saying, you'll see it in memes or whatever, and it's, uh, I'm grateful for my struggles because without them I wouldn't have stumbled across my strength. And, like, that's just... Yeah. I haven't come across that, but I really no? like that. It's so it's one of my favorites. It, I, really do I, I don't like even that. remember the first time I've seen it, but wow. every now and again it will pop up, really and like it's like, yeah, thank goodness I fell down, fall yeah. down seven times, stand up eight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you're only as good as the last time you got back up, kind of thing. So I like that a lot, actually. In the when we're in it, when we're in that struggle, we think. Ne- you know we can think negatively and we think you know why does it happen Pity. to me well you're right but then if you can reframe that struggle mm-hmm. and say like if it wasn't for that struggle I wouldn't be where I am today hopefully where you are is a better place and a, a place of growth and a place where you know yourself better you know what you want and deserve better you know like yeah. you're in a better place right right you wouldn't like have had the, it's an opportunity every struggle is really an opportunity to see something that you've missed so yeah I've I've found a lot of that stuff in times where I was intentionally not dating and um, sitting in it and swimming in it and just floating in it like the Dead Sea (laughs) (laughs) it's like a pile of my own bleh um yeah, you just you get the opportunity to when you're with your own thoughts for a long period of time like that, you're 
you're just you're really able to hear them and you have to be willing you have to be open to it but it's a it's an opportunity and you're sitting in them and you're swimming in them and you're just thinking about them and um not ruminating on things in a negative way but like what does this make me feel why do i feel it and what can i do about it right can i where can you go with it it? what can i do from here like where was the lesson what did I, what did I, what red flag did I miss? Yeah. Usually it's something like this. And sometimes that's, like, I found that it can be hard because it's being honest with yourself, right? Oh, yeah. Being honest with yourself is such a hard thing to do. <laughs> it is. I like to say it's like a really fucking hard pill to swallow. So, like, <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. It totally is. But, um, that's why, like, I think being mentally strong or mentally being able to say, like, if you truly do want to grow, being able to say, okay, that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. And taking steps with it and saying, like, it's okay. Talking like, to people about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Talking to people about it is mm-hmm. really, really important. Yeah. Um, Some, yeah. Airing it. Letting it out. Letting it breathe. Right? Yeah, totally. I think, yeah. In those moments where you're single, you get to, like, that opportunity to... Uh, you don't have to be so considerate of hurting other people's feelings by having your own. And mm-hmm. I think that's like a trap a lot of people fall into when you're in a relationship. Like you're scared to have your own feelings because you're afraid of what it might do to the other person. Um, and so when you can be on your own, you can be like, oh, that was not something I really needed to be concerned with. And you get eventually you get to a space where you learn to forgive yourself and the other person. For, oh, for sure. For not being able to like... I think it was Mark Groves who had the whole um, forgiving like people in your past who weren't able to hold your heart and forgiving yourself for not being able to hold their heart maybe the way it needed to. So, um, yeah, there's just a lot of those moments if you're willing to. And you, none of this stuff just comes to either one of us from thin air. Right. Like, we are diving in. Like, I dove in really fucking deep. To figure out my shit. After I started having light bulb moments after that last big relationship ended. I was like, no. We're not doing this again. Yes. Um, I'm ready. Like, let's figure this out. I'm I'm no more. I want to know more. Um, and just surrounding myself with people who are successful at getting out of those situations. Surrounding myself with people who are open-minded, willing to talk listen, feedback, bounce ideas. I like how you said surrounding yourself with people who know how to get out of it, right? Because just because you know doesn't mean like you'll prevent it from happening again, but you start to recognize when you might be back in that situation or heading in that direction and you can um, recognize and be able to say, okay, stop. Let's Mm -hmm. take a moment. Like instead of doing what we did last time, which is keep going further into wherever it is that you go into, like, Let's hold back, you know, and, and being able to identify how to get yourself out of there or, or a lot earlier. It's also like a, a role model. It's an example. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want what that person has in whatever regard it might be. You know, it's not like I want their life. Like, I, I may not admire everything about their situation, but whatever it is that I'm seeking, um, that's what I'm seeing. Usually, usually you're seeing the things that you need to. So you're really sensitive to the things that you need to see in that moment. And, um, yeah, it's like, oh, they, that, so when you encounter that again and you start to get those weird feelings or those vibes, those red flags, like, wait, this isn't what 
maybe XYZ would do or what would a how would I success how should I successfully move through this? Like what would it what would it look like <laughs> if I made the right choice? What would it look like if I did this? What would it look like if I did that? And like none of the stuff again comes to us out of nowhere. We've you know, you're doing the work. I'm constantly doing the work. It's looking looking for it. It's it's, it's wanting to heal. Reflecting from it too. Yeah. Right? Like a lot of these things happen to you, but if you don't pause and reflect on it and I think, grow from Can I put an asterisk? Oh, I think things happen for us, not to us. Yes. I like that rephrase. Yeah. That's I think ha- things happen to you is like a victim mentality. Okay. Yeah. I like to think that every challenge presents for me as an okay. opportunity to grow. I guess I wasn't thinking like that necessarily. I was more so just thinking literally. I'm so like, damn I, I, You are very literal. I, I, um, I, I, <laughs> don't be sorry. I, I love that you're literal. Um, because I, it's it is a mindset thing. Right. Things. I like that. I, it is a mindset thing. It's yeah. like for me, like it wasn't necessary. It was just a verb that right. I use, I but um, I like, you know, things happen for us so that we can yeah. learn from them, right? Like So, yeah. like, you know, if we if we frame it, like, it is an opportunity, mm-hmm. right? When you use the word for as an action verb as opposed to to, like, it's happening for us so that we can learn from it or as an opportunity, but... Um, I like that mini grammar lesson in there, too. Thank you. English, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I'll so, take all the grammar lessons you want You are you so good me. at it. You're better English than I am. <laughs> I don't know about that. You are, you are. I mean, I might have got A's. But I don't, I mean, that's public school, so. <laughs> well, me, public school, too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, <laughs> but, you know, when happen, when when things happen for us, it can, we can just let it happen and not grow from them. But yeah. I think you have to intentionally be able to say, okay, something happened for us. How can that affect us for the better moving forward? Yeah. Um, this happened what now? Poor me. Right. Or, oh, okay. I'm going to go be successful anyways. Or, hey, it didn't work out like this. Why don't I try it like that, like this yeah. other way? You know, Einstein says that whole thing like, um, you know, I've failed 10,000 times, but I've figured out how, I've figured out 10,000 ways not to do it. Yes. Right? So, yes. or. Was that Einstein? Huh? Was that Einstein? That was Einstein. Okay. Or was that Edison? I was thinking Edison. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was Edison. Yeah. Because he was the inventor. Einstein yeah. was like no, theory of relativity. Einstein, like... Yeah, Einstein was a simple guy. So, okay. So, I have two quotes. So, Thomas Edison is the one. Um, I have not failed. I have just found 10,000 ways the light won't turn on. Right. Um, Einstein is the one that talks about the five levels of intelligence. And if you can't explain something in simple terms, you don't fully understand it. I don't know how I got those two things mixed up, but they have nothing to do with each other. Edison, Einstein, I mean, they both start with an E. Yeah, and they're both smart people. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, but anyways. Uh, So, yeah, that's my intentionally not dating story and what I like about intentionally not dating. Um, I will say that uh, when I got out of my 10-year relationship, I intentionally dated. Mm -hmm. So, this is the opposite of, like, intentionally not dating. Let's get into it. Oh! (laughs) Um... (laughs) I intentionally dated not necessarily to find a partner, mm-hmm. but it helped me develop my skills in communicating with people and okay. finding out what I did or did not want in a relationship. 
So, and, and I, and, and I, and I know I'm probably not articulating it very well because I was trying to explain this to my brother too. And he didn't quite understand what I was trying to get at. But I think for me, again, childhood trauma, <laughs> but I also so have. So the 10 year relationship did not teach you what you did and did not want. It did. Okay. But I think it, it, but it after was one, it ended, after that relationship yeah. ended, I had a lot of questions about relationships. Yeah. Um, and. Because, I, I mean, you would have gone through your entire young adulthood. I did. I went through my entire 20s yeah. <laughs> with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So, who am I as an adult? Right. Without and, this person. Right. Um, and I think it, putting myself in situations where I was dating someone, it was more like an interview, kind of, where they would interview me and I would have to, you know, be able to, you know, articulate who I am yeah. without this person, right? And mm-hmm. it gave me an opportunity to interview someone else and get to know people again, like get to, you know, in the process of learning more about myself mm-hmm. by articulating who I am to somebody else, like I also got to enjoy getting to know other people and just getting myself comfortable with meeting strangers or with, you know, putting myself out there. Yeah. So I intentionally dated not necessarily to find a, a relationship, but more so just to... Get comfortable with the idea of it? Yeah, maybe. Like just jump into the deep end? I guess that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I laughed because when you talked about interviewing people, <laughs> because I'm recalling someone I dated earlier this year and the probably the only time you guys ever met but the first time you met (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) it was like a fucking job interview it was like i just get it was so funny i I was sitting in the middle and i just remember sitting back like (laughs) (laughs) well because when again i think it was like question 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 because i think yeah when i was in when i get comfortable in a relationship yeah i think i just stop asking questions i stopped getting to know someone because so that's like something that. for you to bookmark and know that you need to work on mm-hmm. right like i'm curious by nature i'm so curious and i think that's why i come off as like this military interview person because I get so curious and I just really want to get to know somebody and I get excited so I'm like oh tell me about this and tell me about that and what about this and you know I was thinking about this what do you think about this but is it also like a deflecting mechanism like do you deflect from having to talk about yourself when you get to when you ask a lot of questions of the other person so because that's what like I don't do that necessarily but I that's how I interpret it. Like when I see that happening, I think, oh, this is like a really great way not to ever have to talk about myself is if I keep them talking. So I think, again, that might be another reason why I intentionally dated because mm-hmm. I needed, like I was looking for people to ask me questions to force me to talk yeah. and to get comfortable with talking. So it goes back to just, I was trying to develop my skills. You're trying in to find talking. where to give them room to breathe and ask you <laughs> a question. <laughs> no, I pause after questions, and then if they don't ask me questions, then I'm like, okay, well then I'll just carry this conversation and then never come back. Like we're not having a second date because you're not interested in learning about me. I've given you several opportunities to ask me questions. <laughs> I have given you several opportunities. <laughs> several. Because you know, I like that word. <laughs> several. Yeah, I have given you several, several opportunities, <laughs> sir. <laughs> oh, 
I just love the little hand motion. The whole thing was good. Y'all will see this at some point. I mean, there'll be some video. <laughs> and I think, again, I found that when I was intentionally dating different people, the ones that I started to feel more comfortable in my own skin were those that actually made an effort to ask questions about me because I, yeah. I realized that I am curious by nature and I want someone else who is just as curious because to me that is a form of effort. Um, it's also a form of adoration or um, affection maybe. Like, when someone's asking you questions, like, they give a shit enough right. to ask. And it's not even asking, like, they don't necessarily have to ask questions about me, but just, like, ask questions about, hey, I was thinking this, what do you think about this? Or, or it's like, you know, you mentioned that before, I ran across this today. Yeah. Or it's just, um, yeah, it shows me that you're thinking about me, and obviously that's important. I mean, I think I'm pretty important. <laughs> I mean, but if you're like dating somebody, you want to yeah. know that they're thinking of you when they're not with you, right? Yeah. Oh no, for sure. For like if sure. You don't, if I don't fucking cross your mind, okay. Now we're getting into we're getting into dating, right? Yeah. So we're talking about intentionally dating. Like if you if 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 there's no trace, I'm stuttering. If there's no trace apparent to me that you think of me at all when we're not hanging out, like. What the fuck am I doing here? Right. Are you like there's no excitement, there's no anticipation. And I'm not talking like fire, fireworks, butterflies, stomach no. flip. I'm not talking no. any of that weird trauma bonding shit. I'm talking like, oh man, I had such a good time. And like just maybe rehashing parts of the conversation. Um, and then going, oh, I really wanted to ask about this and I forgot because we were in the moment or, oh, I wonder what that means. What about this? Oh, she said she likes this. I wonder if she likes this too. I wonder if she's yeah. been here. She likes to travel. Like if you're, if, if there's no evidence that a person is like thinking about me or talking about me or not even talking about me, you don't have to talk about me to your friends, but I mean, it's kind of cool if you are, <laughs> but if you're, if there's no, if there's no evidence that you're thinking about me when we're not together, I'm not really sure what. Um, the point is if like you're not probably in it at the level I am and if I'm not thinking of you at all like I've accidentally broken up with people that I was dating just by not calling them again and this is before the term ghosting I mean this is like 2006 like on accident like I just forgot they existed <laughs> for maybe a week wow I remember being rushed out the door one day this was like 2005 2006 2005 probably and this guy I had been talking to for a few weeks and he was like he called me it was mother's day i was on my way to my mom's i'm like i'm so sorry i'm rushing out the door and i got all these things going on can i call you later this week he said yeah i never talked to him again <laughs> but it just wasn't i mean it was he wasn't calling me either so it was very intentional Mutual. no harm no foul and like that has ha that happened to me one other time uh here in arizona it was like a guy he was like Happy birthday. He brought me like a birthday gift. I went off to Napa and had fun with my girlfriends the whole weekend. Came home and never talked to him again. And it was not even intentional. It was just that was done. It ran its course. I'm really curious for our listeners to tell us maybe what a light bulb moment they had when they were single or about being single whether or not you're in a relationship right now like tell us something that you discovered about you 
when you were single or because you were single. Be Yeah, just as a result of singlehood. A light bulb or something that you learned or... Yeah. Like a eureka moment. Yes. Post it in the comments. We want to hear from you. And yeah. we want to keep the conversation about this going. Absolutely. We're passionate about being single. <laughs> <laughs> For now. We do like to end our episodes with um, gratitude. Mm-hmm. And so we'll, uh, we want to kind of take a moment to um, share a little bit about what we are grateful for. Um, I can start. Yes. I am grateful to have a great support system. Whether it's dating, not dating, being single, um, all of the heartaches or the struggles that we face, it is so important to have a good support system and I'm very grateful to have a good support system that can um, can be there during great moments and also moments of struggle and challenge. That's a good one. I wasn't gonna go quite so deep. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, it's just exactly what I'm going through right it. now in my life. I and... love it. It's a really good balance because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I I could come up with a million lists like literally every day, like a million things. I'm oh yeah, for, for sure. Throughout a day, I thought you were gonna say I'm grateful for potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> when you said like this is a good balance, like I went really deep, so you were just gonna go. Like... I was gonna go very surface level. <laughs> like, I love lamp. Um, uh, no I was I honestly hadn't really premeditated my great gratitude statement for today but um I'm grateful for this platform and like the time and the ability and uh sort of the vision that we have doing this like I'm really I'm really grateful for the opportunity and I know a lot of that it's an opportunity that we have made it's by design but not everyone's afforded that and so I'm really grateful for the the opportunity to talk to people talk with people and um, hopefully be a voice that people can it maybe it resonates with you or maybe you hear something new and hopefully I learned something new from those voices too I was just gonna say part of this part of the reason why we do this is to build this community where we can help each other out but you know when we talk about these things if it helps you great but it also helps us too I mean Mm -hmm. we don't know all the answers that's why we're talking about it and talking out loud with good friends and Mm -hmm. good people and and the the community people that we have here I mean that's where we can learn reflect become more aware and be more intentional about our actions our words our thoughts yeah. So when we ask you questions, we really want to know. Yes, exactly. Just like the question about any eureka or a light bulb moment that you had or have during singlehood, please post that in the comments. Tell us what your thoughts are. We want to keep the conversation going and we want to learn from you. Yeah. It was so fun to be with you today. Yes. We'll see you next time. See you soon. <laughs>